I'm Johnny C, and you're listening to Adrian Has Issues. Welcome to Adrian Has Issues. This is Eileen. For those you don't know, I am the producer and occasional co-host of Adrian Has Issues podcast, as well as the creator and host of the up-and-coming podcast and blog, The Latinered Experience. I am also, along with our guest today, one of the co-editors of CACN.net, which is Creator AfterCon Network. Our guest today is so awesome. This is his third time, I believe, with us. And he's so awesome, I decided to keep him to myself today. <laughs> no. Um, Adrian is feeling under the weather, and we decided that we really didn't want to keep our guests waiting. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce Jeff Ryder, <laughs> the original Cloud Wrangler himself. How you doing, Jeff? I'm good. How are you, Eileen? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. <laughs> Jeff, as I said before, this is his third time on. It is. He's been on previous episodes, episode 44, Define Gravity, where he was talking about his book, Gravity Matters, which he did with Sean Dillon and Erica Schultz. And he was also on episode 104 for the Crowd Wrangler Connection, discussing the Demon versus Ten Angels, which he did with Atiba Oyster, Justin Birch, and Noah Sharma. And he's also done work on a period thriller in Major Holmes and Captain Watson, which he did with Carlos Caballero and Anthony Lee. So, you know, you've got quite the, <laughs> you got quite the repertoire behind you. And Sean Dillon, actually, you did just table with him at Emerald City Comic Con recently, right? I did, just this past weekend. It was fantastic. Awesome. That's great. And today, you brought us, this is actually your second Kickstarter, right? It is. Tell us the name of your project and tell us a little about it. So the newest book is called The Arcane Cocktail Enthusiast. It's the story of a woman named Lark Larar who owns the hottest cocktail bar in the country. Her secret is that she's a sorceress who makes drinks with magic. Okay, you had me at drinks. Yes. <laughs> the book's a lot of fun. She's a, a bartender who has to travel to other dimensions and magical realms and pursue the various creatures and flora and fauna of the magical world to make drinks that only she knows how to make. And um, she gets into various adventures along the way. Issue one is on Kickstarter right now. In the first issue, her newest employee discovers her secret accidentally and gets sucked through a portal into an alternate world. Lark has to struggle to keep the new guy alive while uh, hunting chimeras for their venom to make a very specific cocktail for her bar. That's a hell of a learning curve for a new job, I've got to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, the best part about it is the rule at the Arcanist and their motto at the Arcanist bar that Lark owns is uh, nobody dies on the first day. <laughs> no promises after that <laughs> after that it's gonna get a little tougher and nobody dies on the first day and bill's first day is a little tougher than most people think it's gonna be but uh the two of them have some pretty awesome adventures and they meet some amazing magical people and creatures and the book is full of this amazing beautiful super bright colored vivid art by an artist named david pupo who i met at san diego and then we all hung out at the creator after con party in new york in october and it's it's just an awesome, beautiful book to look at, and it's going to be tons of fun. You know, I got a chance to look at some of the artwork from the book. It's beautiful. I had this, okay, 
and forgive me for, cause I, you know, you're gonna laugh at this, but I found that it was reminiscent to me of kind of like that second He-Man series, as far as like the colors and the, and some of the style or whatever. I don't know if you ever saw that second cartoon series, but it just had some of that feel of that with a little bit of Harry Potter. And then like the story kind of reminded me of all of that. Plus a little bit of like this anime Hamatara that's also based in a bar. <laughs> I just love the vibrancy of it. And I love that it's just, just so much motion in it. And there's that, and the, the employee looks very familiar. It looks a lot like you. David and I have been debating whether he looks like David or he looks like me, which means. I know. I saw the- you, but it's funny. The first time I saw the character was the panel with him kind of losing his cookies and it was like okay so, so that's like after the bar and we hang out so <laughs> yeah, um, out jumping from one uh, magical land to the other is a little tougher on your stomach yeah you know those wormholes will do something to you, you know? <laughs> but yeah no i mean it's amazing now i know david he's based out of new york yes um you hooked up with him at creator AfterCon. well yeah we met at, at a creator connection panel and then an AfterCon party that johnny c and i hosted in san diego just this past year in July, I guess is when San Diego happens. David had a pretty interesting story that he was looking at. And some of the themes in his piece that he was developing are about environmental consciousness and uh, just sort of, you know, looking at the world as, as bigger than yourself. And he and I just sort of vibed. In fact, Johnny was like, you need to go talk to Jeff. You guys will get along. And uh, so Johnny sort of pushed us to get together at the beginning. And um, I pitched him this story which I've been kicking around for years. I spent 10 years before I was in the comics business running bars and restaurants and bartending and making cocktails and being the boss man and that kind of stuff. Oh, so that answers the question about the recipes because I was going to ask you, okay, who... There's there's a lot of me personally in this book. Of the stories that I have made so far, probably the most directly personal and connected to the experiences of my life. There are cocktail recipes in the book. Every issue of Arcane Cocktail Enthusiast We'll have at least one completely original cocktail recipe based on some of the recipes that I developed for various bars over the course of my career. Lark's recipes from the book all have magical ingredients, but if you can't get a hold of chimera venom or <laughs> uh, mermaid scales or uh, the various things that you would use in the book, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have some real-world substitution options for you so that you can uh, read comics and make yourself a nice little beverage at home. Nice. Okay, so how many recipes did you personally test to finally get down to your final list. The best part about it is the list is not remotely final. We're hoping the book will be many, many, many issues. As part of the Kickstarter, the first issue will have a specific cocktail in it, and it's a cocktail that I've made for years. One of the Kickstarter rewards is an actual menu from Lark's Bar, uh, which is called the Arcanist Bar, and uh, it'll have at least three more cocktail recipes on it. All of those have been fully tested and developed (laughs) by wife and I. Uh, we host a big cocktail party every Christmas that has a new and exclusive menu every year. She and I are constantly making new cocktail recipes. In fact, the other personal connections in this book come from Carla's, my wife. Carla is in a ladies' cocktail club out here in San Francisco. Huh. It's kind of like book club for booze. Sweet. Yeah. I'm visiting. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Ladies Advocating Respectable Cocktails, L-A-R-C or LARC. And so when we were writing the book and the character needed a name... Uh, Our main character's name is Lark, with a K, like the bird, but really named in honor of of the ladies of advocating respectable cocktails, Cocktail Club. 
Oh, that's so cool. All the ladies in some form or another will eventually end up uh, in the book. There are two of them in the first issue. Um, nice. Sort of secret ways. And uh, they help contribute cocktail recipes as well. So as each recipe gets published in the book, it'll get proper attribution to who inspired the non-magical version before Lark and the staff at the Arcanist Bar got a hold of it and added some magic to it. That is really cool. I love that this is really personal for you guys. And I love the twist that David put on it as far as having that underlying theme of, you know, the, I know like you mentioned in the Kickstarter about being respectful, uh, you know, the treatment of indigenous people and also the sustainability and ethical food practices. Mm-hmm. That's something that's, you know, one of many topics that are really hot button right now. I know for myself personally, having studied to be a dietetic technician, having good food practices and all of that, I mean, especially from a community aspect, that sustainability issue and the ethics of that is really something that kind of piqued my interest. Yeah. You know, as well as also, you know, the treatment of different peoples and that cultural respect, which is something that Adrian and I have, we were actually talking about that today. <laughs> it's something that David and I sort of clicked on when we first started talking, you know, a few months ago. Uh, like I said, he had a project that had other ideas that we were hoping to get around to eventually as well. But it's just a part of my life and my wife and I talk about, like, you know, we like to know where our food comes from. And we like to know that the animals that we eat, uh, she's vegetarian, I'm not, but we don't want to exploit things. And we don't want to, you know, live in ways that aren't harmonious with people around us. And using fantasy in this kind of literature is actually a fun way to explore that because the larger story point within the series is that Lark owns a magical grimoire that's part spellbook and part cookbook. She got it from her father who disappeared when she was young and she originally was hoping to use it to find him, but eventually learned from the book how to cast spells and do magic. And what she realized is that there's very little magic left in our world anymore because for centuries, human magicians have exploited the magical creatures and flora and fauna and peoples of these various realms to their own ends. They have, as people in power often do, taken what they wanted and not asked questions killed without thinking about it and gathered as many resources as they possibly could. And it's a theme that you see in the real life. And it's a theme that, you know, we can address through fantasy in very direct ways. So our villain in the story, whose name is Mace is a hugely obese, disgusting, super nasty guy who has been, uh, you know, gathering up monsters and chopping their tails off and leaving them behind and exploiting things without replanting them, various plants and, and various things. Cause he doesn't care. He just wants the magic and Lark, uh, our main character has been doing a lot to repair the sort of uh, relationships across these realms and sort of reestablish the quality uh, reputation of human beings out in the magical worlds. Awesome. If we're going to have lighthearted stuff like, hey, let's all have boozy and get drunk, it's nice to uh, go in the other direction a little bit as well. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's all about balance. And it's really cool that you can use something like a comic book to bring that consciousness to the readers. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of shows, you know, Star Trek and all these different things, they've all used fantasy and sci-fi to address real world issues. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to kind of see that in this book as well. I'm a fan of the use of storytelling and especially fantastical genre storytelling to those ends. Sci-fi and fantasy can be hopeful and fun. They can certainly be dark and, and gritty and scary, but they can also be uplifting and Sean and I did that a little bit with Gravity Matters where we looked at a ruined world and figured out how these you know, young girls could make the place better. And to a certain degree, uh, within the fantasy magical realm, that's a little bit what the arcane cocktail enthusiast is about. They definitely have 
some parallels in the idea that there's some dark, scary things out there, but we can be hopeful and we can and hopefully provide just a little bit to make things better. That's great. And I'm really looking forward personally to reading that first book. I have to say, I love the logo for the Arcanist. <laughs> that is so like, I could see that on everything. Like I'm picturing that on keychains and I want to make earrings out of it. And just, I love it. Did David come up with the logo or was that something that an idea you kind of had in your head? He did. So we had the idea and it was just sort of loose in the script that Mark's grimoire has a logo on the cover that kind of looks like the W that's in the background of the Arcanist logo for the bar. And then she took the logo from the book and superimposed the cocktail glass on top of it to create this crazy mystical cocktail looking thing. What she'll eventually find out is that the logo on the book has more meaning than she thought and will lead to the origins of the book, and if we're lucky, to uh, the mystery around her father and where he disappeared to years and years and years ago. That's awesome. I love how everything works together and everything's kind of interwoven. That's really cool. Plus, if you like the logo, some of the Kickstarter rewards will, in fact, have a logo. There are shirts. We're going to do bar coasters. Those little, uh, you know, the kind of standard cardboard bar coasters that you get. Mm -hmm. You'll get a set of coasters for your house that have the Arcanist Bar logo on it. At the higher tiers, there's actually barware, like shot glasses and cocktail glasses. The shot glass was beautiful. I'll have the logo as well. So it's just like drinking at the Arcanist Bar. As far as the bar look, I know you have a base also in San Fran. Now, was that something you wanted to keep close to home because you kind of know the area? Or was it inspired by any particular bar or ones that you've worked at before? No. It, uh, most of the bars that I ran in the day when I was doing it were in Austin, which is where I used to live before I was here. There's a great bar in Seattle and a, a woman who works at that bar in particular who makes fantastic cocktails, who partly inspired the book. There are several lady bartenders that I worked with or hired over the years that sort of inspired Lark's character. And she's a kind of a mashup of a lot of different people that I worked with in various bars over the years. There's a bar here in San Francisco that we kind of discovered that reminds us of the Arcanist bar after we'd already created the book. Hmm. depending on how wildly successful the Kickstarter is, we're hoping wildly is a word we can use when we're done. Um, (laughs) We're thinking about throwing a little launch party in in this particular bar in San Francisco. It's called the Wild Hawk, and it's pretty awesome to enjoy. It's so funny because as I was thinking of this, like, okay, he totally has to throw a party, and we got to serve all the drinks, (laughs) and I want to be there. At the very least, going to bring all the leftover Arcanist bar shot glasses to the Creator After Trump party in New York Comic Con. Sweet! This is why I love you, Jeff. (laughs) One of many reasons. (laughs) So from kind of beginning of this thing up to now, how long did it take you to kind of throw this together? You say you've been, this is an idea you had in the back of your head for a while. It was. And when it comes to the Creator After Con network and the sort of meetups that we've done at a lot of cons, there's an interesting story woven into this. Like you say, as a bartender, I'd, I'd had it in my head that it'd be fun to do a bartender comic for a long, long time. And I met an artist prior to David, a young woman named Lacey LeBlanc, at a convention in Anaheim at WonderCon, which is one of my favorite cons, maybe three or four years ago. And at that point, the main character of my story, which was just a loose outline at the time, was a guy. And I was flipping through Lacey's portfolio, and there was a beautiful head sketch in her portfolio of this woman with a half-shaved head and long blue hair. She's wearing this sort of white open-collar shirt, and I was like, that's my magic bartender. That's her. I didn't know it was a girl till I saw her face. Lacey, you have to let me write this story for you. And Lacey looked at me like, okay, crazy man, whatever. <laughs> but I pitched it to her and she thought it was fun. Um, she was a student right out of school and we worked on it for a little bit and she eventually decided she was going to go and do some different things. 
But she and I still keep in touch, and I know her husband Davey's a good guy. And when David Pupo and I decided we were going to work on the Arcane Cocktail Enthusiast, I reached out to Lacey and said, hey, remember that thing that we worked on back in the day that you helped me develop? It's a much longer thing now, and I'm working on the new artist. But when we have our Kickstarter rewards, we really want you to be involved because you helped me birth the idea to begin with. So one of the uh, rewards as well is going to be an alternative cover for the book and a print that you'll be able to get that Lacey LeBlanc is going to draw. And you can find Lacey on the internet at Dead Bomb Art. Um, in various places, Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff. She's crazy talented and she loves creatures and, and that kind of stuff. So she's going to do an art print for us as well and be tied into the book. There was this one shot, I think it was, not the tattoos. It looked like a variant cover, but she you have Lark kind of holding up a drink and something's pouring into it and she's cutting through into like another world. That's David's cover for the book. and That's, that's be David's the main, cover. That's the main cover of the book, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen what Lacey's going to come up with yet. I sent her a bunch of David's pages and the longer version of the script very recently, and she's going to she's gonna come up with something. So that part's a surprise. You'll have to keep following the Kickstarter campaign. Once I get the image, I'll release it to everybody. It's beautiful. I can't wait to see it. I have to say that you know how much I love Gravity Matters. Oh, thanks. I loved Gravity Matters, but this one, there's something about it. It's just so fun. And it's just like it's reminiscent of so many things. So it's like it's recognizable. In a lot of different ways, it reminds me of all my favorite characters and the shows that I like or movies I like or books that I like. But at the same time, it's all kind of together in this really new thing. And it's beautiful. And I can't wait to see the drink recipes (laughs) because I'm not an alcoholic or anything. I just, you know, it's medicinal, but you know. (laughs) It's nice to come up with a new way to make yourself a drink that's not kind of the same old thing that you've always had. uh... Yeah. Yeah, you can only have so much rum and coke and, you know, sex on the beach and all that. Yeah, <laughs> It's another creative outlet for me that I haven't got to really stretch that muscle in a long time. I haven't been a bartender in seven or eight years. But every now and then I think about going back to it just so I can come up with some new recipes for the book. So that means that the fact that we've been at the same bar for so long really is a testament to the drinks being pretty decent. <laughs> because <laughs> You gotta like the folks at Twins Pub. They make a good drink. I'll tell you that. Love them. Shout out to Nancy. Girl, love you. Nancy, among the many lady bartenders I've known who are super awesome, who in their own way affected this book. We have to bring Nancy a copy when we get to New York. Yes, absolutely. I've already told her. It's like, we're, we're, we're booking you for any future um, special events. <laughs> She's just that awesome. She's great. Was there anybody else that you wanted to shout out that worked on this project with you and David? Speaking of Erica Schultz, we talked about with the Gravity Matters book. Erica Schultz did story editing on this for me uh, back in the day. In fact, when she was an editor on the Rise Against Bullying Kickstarter book, mm-hmm. uh, one of the reward tiers on that book was you could back it and get some editing work for your project. And when I saw Erica's name in there, I said, yes, I would like that, please. Oh. She had input on the story back in the day, and so she's got some input in the book now, too. And the first stretch goal for the Kickstarter reward is going to be an art print by Sean Dillon, who did the art for Gravity Matters. So we're going to bleed over a little bit from one book to the other. It's like one big happy family. I love it. Big family over at Cloudbanger Comics. He and I talked about it at Emerald City this weekend, and he's on board to do a print for us. Oh, that's so great. There might be some more fun Gravity Matters news next time I get around to talking. Ah, yay! That's what happens when you stick us behind a table for a couple days. Sean and I start kicking ideas around. Get out! You darn creative types <laughs> getting inspired and whatnot. <laughs> the magic word on this one is Christmas. Okay. I will remember that. 
Jeff, it's always an amazing time talking with you. And you know the way we are. We could sit here and talk for hours and hours and hours. But is there anything else we should look forward to? Or is there maybe right now, if you want to just drop your contact information and where we can find out about the Kickstarter and all that? Yep. You can find the book. If you go to my home site, cloudwranglercomics.com, there are links to the Kickstarter there. For a while, we actually built the website of the bar that features in the book. Mm -hmm. The Arcanist Bar had a website, arcanistbar.com. It was just preview pages of the book. Now it forwards directly to the Kickstarter campaign as well. So you can go to arcanistbar.com, A-R-C-A-N-I-S-T-B-A-R.com. That'll take you straight there. Or you can actually go to arcanecocktailenthusiast.com. That will also take you straight there. Or like I say, go to Cloudwranger Comics. And right there on the front page is a link to the Kickstarter campaign. We made it easy. <laughs> Very easy. No matter where you go, it's taking you to the Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, David and I will both be at WonderCon in Anaheim. So if any of y'all are out on the left coast the next couple days or next couple weeks, it's about three weeks from now. Uh, we'll be wandering around just hanging out on the floor. We're not doing the table thing this time. But we are going to the Creator Connection panel that they have there. And we're going to do an impromptu Creator After Con meetup. Most likely at the Hilton Bar, which is where everybody ends up during uh, WonderCon Anaheim. Um, (laughs) Nice. So that'll be fun. The campaign will still be going at that point, so you guys can come by and we'll help you figure out how to get in there if you want to see David and I personally. And yeah, that's that's what's up. Jeff, thanks again for stopping by. Thank you for talking to me. Even though Adrian's not here, I will pass on your love. (laughs) Tell Adrian to help you as well. I absolutely will. Just to let everyone know, you can get all that contact information in the show notes, as well as our contact information for the Agent Has Issues podcast. And we will see you next issue. Adrian will return in The Podcaster Who Loved Me. Thank you for listening to Adrian Has Issues. Please visit us on the web at adrianhasissues.com where you can stream and download all of our other great episodes. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash adrianhasissues. Follow us on Twitter at adrianhasissues and on Instagram at adrianhasissuespod. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and the Laughable Podcast app. Thanks again.